the rubbing. The rubbing. The rubbing. The rubbing. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where Tom and Jerry compare Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade with the rubbing they made of Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> one minute at a time. I'm the late Admiral Pete Mummert. I'm the uh, soon-to-be late Ensign Tom Taylor. <laughs> I'm Gerald Christopher, non-tenured Porter. <laughs> <laughs> and today is a very special day for me. It's not often that an admiral gets to meet his maker, but now that I've been forced <laughs> choked, today is that day for me, and I'm excited to welcome legendary illustrator Chris Eliopoulos to the show. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited. This is like, I'm three for three with you guys now. That's right. Yeah. We must like you. You must like us. I don't know. (laughs) You just convinced me or something. I must have drank something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, this is the last movie, so. (laughs) Yeah, we had to have you back for the finale. Right, because there's no movies after this. We ride off into the sunset after this one. That's exactly right. (laughs) Now everyone's scared and sad. Oh. Yeah. They They said they were going to do Crystal Skull. Uh, yeah, which is sadder? I don't really doing <laughs> yeah. it or not doing, doing it, it or ignoring it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Anyway, we're here to t- today to talk about minute 36. Minute 36 begins with Indy doing one of those find the differences puzzle and not finding any differences. And it ends with Indy yelling about Elsa about air pockets. <laughs> the shield is the second marker. <laughs> I <laughs> that's, that's, that's that was pretty uh, good. Me, thank you. That was me impersonating you, Tommy. Impersonating oh, you. <laughs> uh, Indy. Um, hey, I forgot everything we discussed last week. <laughs> can so did Indiana someone, Jones. Yeah, can someone walk me through this again? So the there's a second marker. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a shield, and yeah. it's, but it's a facsimile of the stone. You see, Jerry, when a man and a woman love each other very much, <laughs> the man creates a stone tablet and then busts it. Yeah. But it's okay because the woman has a shield made out of metal, and then her cousin has one made out of brick or something, and then hey. it's a whole thing. Yeah, you're into some stuff there, Tom. I mean, we, we like I shut the. <laughs> You know, on the door, I shut the door on the way out of this podcast, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like I forget everything. I come back in on Monday morning, and I, it's just I don't remember what's happening. How? But see, this is <laughs> this is perfect for you, Jerry. This is absolutely perfect because the second marker is exactly the same as the first marker yeah. and tells you everything you need to know that's happened in the movie so far. You haven't missed a so thing. You're good. You haven't missed anything <laughs> at all. Yeah. Why is there a second marker that's identical to the first marker? Should we put Chris on the spot and see if he can explain yeah. this at all? Yeah, yeah, yes. you do stuff with comic books. You have to make sense. <laughs> you got to draw stuff and Yeah, things. and arcs and pays attention to <laughs> plots and stories. What's happening? All right, you want to hear my take? And it makes no sense. Yeah. But okay, sure. so there were two nights, two nights that left from, right? Isn't that the story? There are three knights, three brothers. Two yeah. leave, one's left behind. They both kind of go back. One dies along the way, and I think that's where the tablet is done. And mm-hmm. the second brother actually makes it back and then dies in Italy. Um, so they weren't sure who would whose marker would be found. So they both had markers, and they were kind of buried with them. So the first one that's cracked and was probably buried in the desert somewhere with the first knight. 
and the second mm-hmm. one's on the shield of the second knight. So that's my take is why there were two, just in case one got lost. Say you're a comic book artist. Just say it. And Stan say Lee <laughs> is yeah is walking through the desert, and he engraves a comic on stone. Now, if you want to have an identical piece of artwork, say 50 years later, Plagiarism. how would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a reprint. It, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> you, you do it once and you get paid for it twice. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, now what okay, what if Stan Lee coming out of the thing and traveling with the stone, what if he specifically didn't want anyone to find out how he had come up with Spider-Man, but he wrote that whole story <laughs> on a stone and on a shield. And so now everyone can find the secret to Spider-Man. Excelsior, true believer. And then he runs away. <laughs> Excelsior. That's all he gets. That's it. He runs out the door. He doesn't want anybody to know anything. Well, your, your, your explanation of why there are two markers actually kind of makes sense. Yeah, More so than anything else we've come up with. I still don't understand why there are any markers, I guess. But now what you're saying makes me, raises a huge question for me, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Who started this uh, secret society coming up, the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword? Did, what, did the brothers start that? Or did they happen to come across these markers later and just make up their own secret society? Oh. Well, I, I thought everybody was going home to France. The knights were going home to France. That's what yeah. they say. And so the one dies in Anatolia in the mountainous region, right? Or mm-hmm. or above uh, in north of Vancar. And the other one gets to France and then goes to Venice. Mm-hmm. Well, he's buried there. They don't necessarily say he just kind of goes there. But I would I would think, okay. right, you, if they were going back, they would go back to Italy, which is, right, isn't that the foundation for Christianity is in... Rome, so yeah, but not for the Crusades. I mean, the Crusades, most of those hoes came from France or Germany, or <laughs> <laughs> didn't they? Right, Pete? Back up my yeah, hoes. Well, the first, the first Crusade, <laughs> they were almost all French. Yeah, they were. Mostly yeah, from so France that part makes England sense that he's yeah. coming from France. What about Kevin Costner as Robin Hood? He went there to the Crusades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Sean Connery showed up. <laughs> There's the connection. Well, and the Pope was also. Uh, he preached the first crusade in uh, France too, in Claremont, France. Huh? Do they just choose Venice because it's a, a city that you think of, sort of, when you think of the Crusades, kinda? Maybe. And it's a cool city to film in. It is. It yeah. is. But why doesn't this take place in, uh, you know, Constantinople? Istanbul. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Constantinople, Istanbul, and Constantinople. <laughs> every time. Every doesn't matter the guest. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's 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 appropriate. All right. See, I knew there were, I knew there were bits I wasn't gonna get and then <laughs> I think I was a genius and then not an idiot. You're doing See, great. I think maybe they came up with the, the boat chase first and then they're like well we gotta have a city where you can have a boat chase oh, yeah and so that, that like we, they've got venice or amsterdam you don't have a lot of choices if you're gonna do it like that so Maybe. so the whole point was though just in case one of the knights perished and 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 uh-huh. we didn't have a marker they just it was it was a fail safe thing have two markers just in case but for what purpose why are they leaving markers <laughs> why are they leaving markers to well, something that's especially supposed to leave be people behind to help not find it like it's right yeah, yeah. You have markers when you yes. have people which leads me to believe that maybe they didn't found this society that stopping people. Because then why would they have made the marker and then said, oh, and Frank and John, you have to make sure nobody finds these. <laughs> yeah. 
Frank and John, that's their names? Yeah. The one one knight's carrying it around on a Rosetta Stone type thing, you know, and the other guy's carrying it around on his shield. Yeah. Which is, as we talked about, you know, imagine here's your shield. You're like, so you're facing your enemy and he's reading (laughs) the entire (laughs) secret as he's, you know, you're, you know, you're vis-a-vis with him and he's going, oh, so, uh, okay. So I have a valley of a crescent crescent, moon. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, you distract him and then you cut his head off. Yeah. Well, just, fair enough. So busy fair reading enough. it, you just chop his head off <laughs> right. and you're done. Wait, hold so, hold so. Alexandra. Gets him every time. If you can read this, you're too close to my shield. That's what it all uh, translates to. Tommy, I, I know this is for you and I know you heard this. Okay. <laughs> Indy sounds really, really strange <laughs> when he says it's a rubbug. <laughs> he goes it's a rubbing and it's rubbing. really really weird he says it like he has allergies it's like, he goes it's a rubbing and his nose is all stuffed up it sounds nothing wait I'm a, it's a rubbing it's really strange it's i don't know if it's a oh voiceover or he, he like that they he left that part out, but it doesn't Cut, sound got it, anything print like it. it. Perfect, yeah. Harrison. We love it. Moving on. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, what did you determine that <laughs> when he when he lisped, did we come up with a reason that whenever he lisps, it's a tell for this? Oh, we had lots of reasons. reasons. Oh, oh yeah. He's, on he's lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's lying. <laughs> when he lisps, he's yeah. lying. <laughs> well, really, when he opens his mouth, he's lying. But Yeah, yeah. when he doesn't <laughs> lisp, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, thank you for bringing that up because the whole rubbing thing actually confuses me even more. Because yeah. first of all, it's a nice dry piece of paper. He's been waiting through this, you know, gasoline sodden mm-hmm. water for half an hour, and it's, it's got dry chalk and dry paper and whatever. But the mm-hmm. fact that he has a rubbing and that he immediately goes to work on it on the shield means that he's expecting it to be the exact same thing, right? Yeah. That like whatever second marker they find is going to complete whatever was on the broken part of the tablet. Mm-hmm. Which strikes me as like, where did the, we, like we're aghast that they're the identical thing. That it's not like one uh-huh. marker leads to another that's a different thing or something. But he seems to totally expect that. But there's never, like in the movie, there's no suggestion that that's the case until like right now when he put, does the rubbing yeah. thing. Yeah. How did he know? I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Plus it means he did the rubbing. While, well, he says I, I got it from my father. My father did it. So he must have seen it. In New York or wherever wherever the original tablet was. Well, he takes mm-hmm. it out of the. Uh, I only noticed it this time is that he he takes it out of the the yeah out of the diary. Wait a but, minute. So that, but he says minute. I got it from my father. My father did it, so his father had to have done it when he was at um you know when he first in saw the, the tablet. tomb. No, <laughs> no, in the at, at Donovan's house with the tablet. Yeah, with Donovan at General Veer's house. Wait a yeah. minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So oh, yeah, you're confusing Jerry. I don't like Jerry it. hasn't seen the end of the movie yet, too. So, <laughs> really, but he has seen the beginning. And I'm really bad at movies. But where does his Perfect dad podcast for Where you. and when does his, his dad make the rubbing? No, I have actually. I have this figured out. Actually, I have this okay. figured out. I think that it, well, at least in a way that makes sense. Because I guess it sounds like Donovan's people, those copper mining people, found this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they called in an expert, Henry Jones. He goes over there mm-hmm. and he. Uh, 
And he probably did this rubbing as part of that, stuck it in his diary. Then things started going south, like, oh my God, these guys are Nazis. I shouldn't be (laughs) hanging out with them and keeping this information close to them. So then he mailed the whole thing to Indy. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. Sure. So he did. So, so he was in New York City. Well, I, I thought he did it in New York, but Tom thought he did it in Turkey. You think he did it in Turkey? Oh, you think he did it in New York? Well, well I figured he did it in New York. I figured Donovan just called him up in New York and was like, hey, check out this tablet I've got. That's right. possible, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, either way, like, I don't think they like kidnapped him and took him to Europe. I think they sent him over there as like their expert. Well, I think he would have he would have gotten li- willingly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they said he was their man in or whatever, however they describe Yeah, it. I guess that's why I picture him doing it over there. And then the tablet got brought back and put on a nice... Yeah. So, so the rubbing is like the rubbing. The rubbing is like the rubbing. rubbing. Is is like (laughs) it's like uh, maybe two weeks old. Um. Maybe. <laughs> we just talk like this for the rest of the Jared I knew a kid yeah. who talked like this and he kept offering people atomic red hots and they were warm from his pocket clears oh my, my nose God, out so I can breathe uh, oh, <laughs> so speaking of uh, rubbings and um, oh dear Indy's father G-rated podcast please, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm beginning to think that Elsa has a very specific um, uh, preference because this is the second time she's referred to Indy's father as a schoolboy. Mm, oh, oh, interesting. A giddy schoolboy. A giddy yeah. schoolboy. Yeah. And Indy's like, that's gross. You're a teacher. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we get a yuck bell? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every every time she keeps comparing yeah. Indy to her yeah. dad, now it's over with. It's yeah, just, we get it. You like, like my dad. Gross. Yeah. And you're 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 sizing us up. Well, I think she makes a, her choice clear here, too, because then she says, wouldn't it be wonderful if he were here? <laughs> Instead of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Indy's got that really awkward line. Well, it seems awkward in, 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 in hindsight. He's, he talks about, oh, dad never would have made it. He wouldn't have made it past the rats. He hates rats. And that's like sounds like a total kind of clunky setup for a later scene that absolutely doesn't happen. So there was a in, in one of the earlier drafts, there was a scene uh, when Indy was a kid, and his dad makes him go down into the basement to kill some rats because he's so terrified of them. But see, even that, like, why that? Even that sounds like it's supposed to pay off later when we re meet Henry Jones and he's going to be faced with rats or something. Well, he does explain yeah. it to his father later. He kind of just says there were rats down. He's like, oh, see, that's what yeah. I like. I wish that they didn't. They could have not had this line here because uh-huh. the the ultimate payoff and the only good thing that comes out of the whole rat thing is his reaction in that scene, where he's like, oh, rats, and just that look on his face. Like that's pretty yeah. awesome. Although it is, again, Indy trying to one-up his dad. Like, oh, he wouldn't have made it this far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that giddy schoolboy of yours doesn't even like rats. You can't <laughs> handle them. I had you over my shoulder. It was awesome. <laughs> this, I mean, this whole this whole thing is, first of all, Elsa's super awkward turtle. It's just like, we don't know where <laughs> Indy's dad is. I mean, he, he could be dead. And she's all like, I, right. I, I mean, you know, yeah. and, and she's all like, wouldn't it be wonderful if, if he was here? And it's Isn't like, your dad why are you? Yeah, why? Well, yeah. <laughs> your favorite your thing about your possibly dead dad? <laughs> yeah, dreamy. exactly. And you're just like, why would you bring that up now? Yeah. I, I mean, just even if you thought it, you wouldn't say it because maybe the dad's dead. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's the first mm. thing. It, and, and so I'm thinking maybe she's just vindictive, you know, because clear, <laughs> clearly no one cares that his dad is missing. And then the crazy thing is Indy matches Elsa's vindictiveness. By saying, like, basically, I know my dad might be dead. At least he's missing. 
but he would have failed at this holy grail thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, but Unlike he never would have gotten past the rats. <laughs> well, I think she's doing this on purpose. I think she's trying to test Indy to see what he knows. Like, I think she's intentionally oh. jabbing at him a little bit. Because hmm. she doesn't know, they don't know what Indy knows about his dad. But, but you know, it's interesting. She also um, asks about the rubbing. And, um, and he says, I got it from my father. So... She must have known oh. that was in the Grail diary. If she was like, sorry for spoilers, spoilers later. <laughs> but if she was looking for it, wouldn't that key off that? Oh my God, he's got the diary. Right, right. So now it can either play two ways. Either one, she's too stupid to get that point, or later on when they get back home, she tears through the place because she realizes at that moment that he does have the Grail diary. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. and no, this it does is make and sense. this is. A nice invitation right here when she brings up his dad for him to be like, oh, yeah, I got his book. Or, hey, like, I, th- yeah. I think she's yeah. intentionally testing the waters here and seeing what he knows. Yeah, and what that's divulge. a good point. Well, but now I want to know, Indy's dad has been chasing the grail for 40 years. Yeah. Would he have, you know, ultimately been stymied by his musophobia? <laughs> you guys see what I did there? Oh, yeah, so technical, so impressive. Snuck in musophobia. <laughs> well done. Like no, Good no, would he? Clap. Yeah, yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but but really, would he have just been? He's been doing this and obsessively drawing in the. He has a Grail diary. Who the <laughs> f- has a Grail diary? <laughs> and 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 now it's just would the rats have yeah. really stopped him after like forty years? It'd be a Twilight Zone episode, like time enough yeah. at last with Burgess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Finally, gonna lay hands on the sword of the. Th- oh, jeez. A, our our former guest and buddy Andrew Hawthorne had a Grail diary, so he's steaming right now. Like you're, you're crying, <laughs> Jackal. And B, so we have an answer. <laughs> you should have heard B, what we believed. Oh my God! We know that uh, <laughs> Indy's dad has known about this number ten for a long, long time since Indy was a kid. So for like twenty something years, he's known about it, and he's never got past it. Maybe he just assumed there were rats. Oh, that's amazing. I'm not to going to be down fair. There. It's awfully confusing. Well, what? Maybe he's been there. Maybe he's been there the whole time, and he got to the rats. He's like, "Nope, I gotta go home." <laughs> nope, not I'm for not me. a field man. Yeah. He keeps trying. Not... He gets a couple steps farther each time. He loses yeah. his field worm card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go look for the ark now. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll show I'll you. I'll find something else to look for. And this is what's crazy. I mean, is Indy so animated here because he found the knight's grave, or because he's bested his dad? That's a good question because he's weirdly yeah. excited. We almost never yeah. see him this excited. I was, that was another note. Is this the most? Uh, I mean, yeah. he's bordering on titillated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's straddling tickled. titillated. He's going to kill. He's straddling yeah. titillated. Yeah. yeah, and he's jumping over to yeah. tickled. He can't, he's so excited. He can't even say rubbing right. <laughs> he can't. Sounds like rubbing. Luca Brasi. <laughs> Again, just like Indy always does, he always destroys the places that he's going to discover instead yeah. of yep. like yeah. if he was so excited about it, why would he just giddily destroy everything there <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah. before yeah. on his way out? You know? That's his like, calling card. I know. <laughs> it is. Maybe he's learned by now that things are going to get destroyed anyway because people are after him and they're gonna destroy stuff. So he's like, Well, I, you know, I'll grab a femur if I need to, I'll straddle <laughs> an ancient knight if I have to, you know. Well, it's also his way of making sure his dad will never see it. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen it, Dad. It was intact and everything. It was amazing. Yeah, Yeah, but knowing Indy's probably like, no, you had it all wrong. That whole Grail diary, it looked nothing like that. There wasn't even a knight down there. There was no scroll work. 
There was yeah. <laughs> the one. <laughs> yeah. Because his dad later in the movie is going to ask, is is going to be very, very curious and kind of as like wonder what that looked like. And Indy's just going to be like, eh. Yeah. Right. The knight had a gap between his teeth like David Letterman. Like, that's all he's got. <laughs> that's all he's got. Well, he, he spits, Indy spits out, you know, he's scared to death of him. Yeah. Like, and, and you're like, baby. You know, yeah, considering his own ophidiophobia, right. <laughs> he's not very compassionate here. <laughs> it's just, it's it just, I don't even think he's that happy to find the knight's grave. I mean, I, I think it's cool. But he's just thrilled that like his father could not mm. complete this. It yeah. could be. Yeah. 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 He he would have failed at the one yard line. But that's what fathers and sons do, right? It's always yeah. the son has to come up and fight the father, beat the father at some point, right. and take over yeah. and be the big shot. I mean, every I think it's pretty much a classic story. I and mean, probably that's what the whole movie's about anyway, right? Yeah. It's about, you know, coming to terms with your father. Is this the day Indy becomes a man? Oh, maybe. Oh, wow. And when I burned down the tomb, it occurred to me he grown up just like me. <laughs> try and work musophobia into that song. Okay. Yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> has a hassle and the kids with the flu. Uh, how about, and the, ra- the rats in the... <laughs> Come on, somebody pick it up. The rats in the caverns and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I ask something? Um, the, the Brotherhood of the Goofy Fez Hats, why didn't uh-huh. they just destroy it to avoid anybody finding it to begin with. Oh, I don't yeah, we know yeah. that too. We're stuck on that. But I'm I'm sort We're of thinking. There. Did I see this last time, or am I just thinking it for the first time right now? I can't remember either. I closed the door too. Uh, I kind of think that maybe they. It's possible they didn't know any of this stuff. That they're following a guy who they know is on the trail of the Grail, and so they're follow they're like they they're discovering this now, like five seconds after Indiana Jones does. Or something like, oh, geez, he found Maybe. something significant that's going to lead him right to the grill. We got to get but rid of it. But how they know? They didn't see anything. It was a bunch of like caverns and catacombs. Yeah, they couldn't see it directly. They didn't know what was there. Right. Like, there's a couple of issues I have with the, these three minutes that I've got to, to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> number one, like how they knew to follow him there, like how they uh-huh. knew he was even there. But then the fact that they knew there was petroleum there and <laughs> and would light it on fire. And right. let me say something. For some religious men, they sure don't have a problem killing a bunch of things. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Rats, people. Yeah. They'll, they'll put anybody down to save the grail. Not very not very Christian-like. Yeah. No oleophobia there either. No. <laughs> Peter, well done. <laughs> well, they- <laughs> <laughs> have these guys been down there? Or are they, are they just kind of like, uh, what is it, the Knights of the Cruciform? Are they just punching in? Have they, have they just been like, nope, uh, that's a sacred place. I uh, I know where the opening is, but I've never been all the way through the, the crypt. Yeah. Well, see, I think not only have they been down here. Well, A, I'm excited that you're on for this minute, Chris, because this seems like a very comic book scene hmm. right here where the where Kazim takes the match and he's very theatrical the way he lights it. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a comic book the way he drops it in the water or into the yep. kind of the oily water. But yeah. right before he does it, he smiles at somebody. But that somebody is inside the cavern. Hmm. That somebody can't be one of his companions because they're both behind him. And so I'm, oh. I'm curious, who's here? I think he's just sort of having like one of those bad guy moments where he kind of looks at the good guy and kind of goes, <laughs> uh, "Got you now." Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> yeah. Is is this is this uh, move by Kasim? It's Ka- what is it, Kasim? 
Kazim. Kazim. Is this move a uh, uh, break glass in case of emergency? Yeah, kind. Of. That's what it seems it's like to be. me. Like, right? is that like, is that the whole something. thing? It's like it's like once the crypt has been breached, uh-huh. this is what you do. Yeah. Well, he's been. Wa- yeah. I think someone's been waiting for this for several generations because he's so excited to be doing it, and he's so <laughs> he does it with yeah. such My a turn. flourish. Yeah, he's gonna be so proud. <laughs> so many generations didn't get to do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is he thinking his dad would have been, uh, you know, plagued by musophobia? Oh, <laughs> right. I was able to take care of this. I'm scared to death of burning water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I'm going to say everybody thinks I, I'm just a terrible person on this show. Oh, stop nah, and in real you. life, too. No, they And do. I don't like they the do. movies and all You're this a stuff. And, uh, <laughs> this catacomb conflagration is one of my favorite scenes in this entire movie. I, yeah, I, look at that. yeah I, wow. I, first of all, I wasn't expecting it. And I, I love how the fire just rifles through, you know, yeah. down the tunnel and it's, it's mm-hmm. consuming skulls everywhere and everything. And th- there's something like, it's like when you see rats panicking, <laughs> you know, yeah. something horrifying and biblical is about yeah. to happen. The ship is sinking. Yes. <laughs> did you, did you notice the, uh, I had never noticed this before we started doing this, um, but you can tell when the, the, the live rats, there's no fire in the scene. And then when there's a scene with fire and rats, they're all mechanical and they're all sort of swimming slowly. Yeah, or just kind of like bobbing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like they're a bunch of just like stuffed rats standing still on the sides of the ledges. Right. And I love this kind of practical effects because it's, you don't see this anymore. It's amazing. And yeah. the way they cut it together, I've watched this, I don't know how many dozens of times and I've never noticed that before. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, I'm still, I mean, maybe I'm being dumb and I don't, I need to go back to, you know, six. No, you're dumb. Science class. I know. Well, thank you for that. I said I was dumb. I said it first. I'm just agreeing <laughs> with you. All right, yeah. fine. We agree. Um, but uh, the, the, okay. The water's on fire. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's like the, the water is, is, okay. Is this an oil and water thing? Like is the, is the petroleum only on the surface of the water? And that's why they are not, uh, immediately just consumed by flame. Because yeah, they can I duck so. under the surface. Yeah. It would still be incredibly hot, though. I bet that water would be boiling. Yeah. And not only that, but like even like they've just just hanging out down here for whatever, 20 minutes or something, or even like five minutes, whatever it's been. Like, don't you think they'd be like passing out and like just fainting from just the fumes and the stink and everything? Well, yeah. And isn't one of those, doesn't fire have some sort of relationship with oxygen? <laughs> like, I mean, there's something like, in there about that. Yeah, there's yeah. something. Speaking of sixth grade, yeah, it's so yeah. like all the oxygen would be sucked out or consumed immediately in like one of those where you where even though there's a pocket of it, you know, it's not it's not they're not hermetically sealed or something. Like right. it's one of yeah. those like fire consumes a large amount of oxygen when when it's it's encircled them. There's yeah. no place to go. I would think it just kind of rips it out of the air. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't know. I, I'm t- I'm going to go down and say it's. I, this is one of my favorite minutes in the movie. I love okay. the whole. Yeah. Wow. But but what I did notice is when Indy upends the coffin, we get a great full shot of the night. Yeah. And yeah. you guys kept talking about this, and I was like, "You guys, what are you doing? What are you talking about?" I had no idea the shield was so huge. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's huge. It's it's like a blanket. It's covering him from like the feet to his like almost his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, and it's seventy five percent blank. Yeah, 
In fact, it looks completely blank yeah, like in this shot. Yeah. yeah, now I know Pete is all like, no, they painted, you know, they painted coat of arms on the other side and that sort of thing. And I get that. It's like into it's in quadrants or whatever. Right. And the lower quadrant has writing on it too. Does it? It looks like it. Okay. It does look totally smooth when he flips it over, though. When he flips it over, it, it that's how it looks to me. Well, if you pause it at the right moment, it's got more etching, it looks like, on that lower left quadrant. So it looks like someone wrote something on the upper right and lower left, but the lower left has gotten kind of worn away. Does it just say gotcha? (laughs) 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 I I think, like, I figured, uh, see, I'm contending that the shield is incomplete. Like, the knight Mm -hmm. had a whole thing of instructions that he just never got around to engraving. But he started on the right side. He started. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it says take two Kadamas back. Right. Yeah. On the other side. On the other side, it says, by the way, you're engulfed in flames because you found this. Yeah. I don't know why Elsa doesn't use her snow powers to put out the fire. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) When, When Indy flips over the coffin, does he know I'm creating an air pocket? Because at first he's like to Elsa, get back against the wall. Yeah. It would be nice if he was just like, ah, to hell with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm only just knocking this down just because I'm angry that I'm about to be killed by fire. Take this, Dad. You're never going to see it either. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to. I mean, does he know that's what he's doing? Because he does it before the fire comes. Or, I mean, he knows that the fire's coming, I guess. Yeah. I think, I think they both okay. do because they're just it, it, the sound of it and the, the light. Coming yeah. and and they're surrounded by gasoline. Probably heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say though that if he had ever if he had bothered to get like an excavation permit from the government, none of this would have happened. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Why do things the right way? <laughs> yeah. Plus, not to mention the fact, would he, doesn't he have like jet lag? I mean, he just got he just <laughs> flew over. He's already yeah. in a catacomb. <laughs> yeah, they slept on the plane. Cool. I, I, I traveled four hours today. I'm like, I've been dead for six hours. I don't know how he's able to do all this. Stuff. Yeah. And he's not a young man anymore either. Yeah. He comes alive. When, when, when he sees Elsa, yeah. he kind of, you know, perks up. Yeah. He gets the second oh, is that wind, what it is? if you will. Yeah. He sees, he sees, <laughs> he sees Elsa. And that's, <laughs> he's going to yeah. get his schoolboy costume too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's giddy. He's got a giant lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> he is giddy. He's got a little like a, a powder blue suit with short pants and a bow tie. Yeah. Ruffled co- collar. <laughs> Math book with like a bookmark in it. Nah, I'm as giddy as a schoolboy, see? I bet the book has one of those straps you carry it with. Too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The leather belt or whatever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of giddy... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what well, uh, this just oh, in hey. from Professor Christy Porter. Whoa. Oh my lord. Uh is Elsa truly charmed by Indy's giddiness? Hmm. And does Elsa know where Indy's dad is? Like or is this whole thing an act? Oh, yes. I think she knows where Indy's dad is. Oh, she totally is. knows okay. where he is. Yeah. Well, if she knows where his dad is, then is she actually charmed by his giddiness? I think no. she is charmed that she knows something that he doesn't know, and she's just having fun the entire time. Yeah. Like, I, the, like, you know, that she knows that she's playing him, and he has no idea, and she's like, oh, you're having so much fun with this thing, we're going to kill you <laughs> and your dad later on, it's going to be awesome. She pulls off a pretty good act there. Yeah. She does. Yeah. yeah she had you fold. She's almost uh, wistful <laughs> about it. I still find it amazing that Allison Duty was only 21 when they yeah. came Yeah. 
Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like she's so, what is she like 17 years younger than Harrison Ford at this point? And never stopped him before. No, <laughs> no he's like, he's like late forties at this point. So is she's he like, really? I thought he was wow. 30s. No, I think the character is 30s, but I think he's yeah. like well into his 40s at this point. Hmm. Well, he was 65 in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. so he, he's always lied about his age. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. yeah. Getting over here, time dilation. I actually know. think the acting is great in this scene. I do. Yeah. We, yeah, I think Harrison Ford, he's all animated and he's, I mean, he's like glistening with sweat and she pulls off a good, you're, you know, you're as, as giddy as you're the other dude I slept with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. She, wow. she pulls that off really well. Both of them. It's really, really well acted. I guess I just wish I, I bought his uh, giddiness more. Like, it, it's, it seems out of place. It seems weird, like, as we're talking about it. That, you know, why is he, like, he, he hasn't really, he hasn't totally been into this whole quest the whole time. And he even says later, I don't give no hoots about this grail business. I just want to find my dad. Yeah. So it's like, what exactly about finding this is he excited about to be that giddy? I think he's just glad glad he bested his dad and he did what he knows his father could not do. Okay. If you read it that way, then then yeah. yeah that reads Because, true. I mean, like I said, he, he, he spits out venom afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, against his dad. It's a little weird. I, I think we have to let Jerry have this one, too, because uh, this is the first time Jerry's really expressed a lot of positivity about this movie. That's true. So. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. That's, what am I doing? <laughs> I, I think we need to let him have this. Yeah. Just, let it go. be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Let him, let him sit in his beanbag. Yeah. He looks bean very comfy. Chair. Someone get him a juice box. He might doze off. And then we can go do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of doing stuff, Chris, um, yes. you've been doing some very cool stuff. Obviously, I, your greatest work, and maybe one of the greatest works in Western <laughs> literature, is working Darth Vader number one. But uh-huh. you've, you've had some great stuff lately. Your Cosmic Commandos, and you've got a couple of ordinary yeah. people change the world that have been out. So I was wondering oh if you could God, tell people way too many. <laughs> what all you've got going on and where they can find you. Yeah. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter, Chris Eliopoulos. Good luck spelling it. But yeah, we do a number of um, children's biographies. Uh, they're called Ordinary People Change the World. And we just came out with I Am Harriet Tubman, and then coming in September, we have I Am Neil Armstrong, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, oh, cool. That's awesome. Um, I've got a sequel to uh, my first graphic novel, uh, Cosmic Commandos. This one's going to be called Monster and Mayhem, which will be out in September as well. So uh, I got a lot of stuff hanging out there. So awesome. Please go out and buy it all. I have kids in college. are you doing more uh, star wars stuff coming up too we've been talking about it my schedule has been so crazy lately so i'm 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 hoping i you know have to get jerry in at some point i have to get tom in so yeah for crying out loud (laughs) don't give up yet (laughs) maybe i can get them convince them to let me do like an indiana jones comic who knows yes oh Oh, yeah yeah Yeah. do that do it (laughs) do it right this time yeah Yeah. start to write and petition everybody yeah yeah come on i'll do it (laughs) duplicate markers this time yeah, Heather Antos almost started a firestorm the first time she came on for Raiders because she tweeted something about watching Raiders and everybody on, <laughs> right. like, on Twitter was like, oh my God, you're doing an Indiana Jones comic. Like, no, no, I'm just doing a dumb podcast. <laughs> Do not think I have not asked already. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure it's in the air. I'm sure I it's... Hope so. uh... I don't know, it seems like they're very quiet with the with the indie stuff, but you know they're doing all the Star Wars. If they ever manage to make a movie, maybe they'll do a comic. Yeah. And I feel like Disney at some point is going to say, you know what, we need to really bring this series back to life. This is going to be a cash cow. And maybe mm-hmm. that'll open the floodgates. 
That'll be the name of the next movie. Indiana Jones and the Cash Cow. <laughs> I think they're all named that, aren't they? Oh, yeah. The last one was named that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they'll yeah. bring in some sort of thing. We think we found the golden calf. Yeah. It wasn't really melted down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you want to see some of the other stuff Indy's been chasing after, come check out our website, indianajonesminute.com, and you can find our painstaking proof of the Indiana Jones movies being Han Solo's fever dream. And you can peruse our Indiana Jones Minute trading cards. Um, So please come check that out. And then please come check us out again tomorrow for Minute 37 of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Friends? (laughs) We're all friends. We are friends. This is a a fun minute. I'm glad you're excited about it. (laughs) 